Um, we. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was what the that? Heck was that? Travel back in time to the eighties, reliving the laughter. <laughs> the heroes. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters. And the honesty. What's up, Norm? My nipples. It's freezing out there. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Now I the time of my life. No, I never felt like this before. Yes, I swear it's a truth. And I owe it all to you Cause I the time of my life And I owe it all to you Oh no, the music's not getting any better this week. Hey, it's Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. This is Stuck in the 80s. And sadly, today we talk about the horrible hits of 1987. I knew you'd dig it. No, no, I, I don't. With me as always, Times pop music critic Sean Daly. <laughs> I'm going to say right now, uh, with 100% certainty, that this is the worst, the most horrible list of hits we've ever had on this show. Which is why we invited the brilliant Kathy Wass to make a triumphant return. Hello. I'm here to torture you today. Um. So, Kathy, I want to be the first one to wish you a very happy... 39th birthday. Oh, you had to bring it out there, didn't you? Come right on. Away. You're the oh. youngest person in I the am. room right now. True. And the sexiest. <laughs> <laughs> and as a birthday gift, we want to invite you in here and play a lot of really crappy music yes, for thanks. you. Yes, thanks. I can't imagine a better you way to spend it. You look good for 39. Thank you. Spears, you look Thank good you. for 57. I know, doesn't he? He doesn't look <laughs> a, day, a day over 56. Actually, really. Spears, he has lost a lot of <sighs> weight. What's your secret? What's your secret in there, Richard Simmons? Canned tuna and hot sauce. Oh, yeah. No kidding. I Canned saw your dietary you restrictions. A, what are you, a hobo? <laughs> I mean, what? The, are you riding the rails? <laughs> I'm telling Who you. Who eats canned tuna and I hot sauce? You, I it's feed, magic. I feed my cat better than, than you eat. Well, I don't get it. You know, God. In you the might want to buy an extra candle for the old <laughs> lair bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so today, boys and girls, we resume the horrible hits of the '80s series, and, and we- this is so bad. What's happening, Steve, is as the 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 vacuum of the '90s is sucking the '80s towards it, the music is getting worse and worse, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Let's. We all kind of agree, though, that the '80s, the greatness that was the '80s, sort of ended in '85. There's some pockets of fun left. Pockets of fun. Pockets, like of, pockets fun. of fun. Yeah. Pockets but, of fun. But 87 ain't one of them. That should be your autobiography, Pockets, pockets of, of Fun. fun. Yeah. And you're on the cover with like your pot. You got booze in one pocket. Tuna in the other. Bunyan, tuna in tuna the other. other. Funyuns. Funyuns. I'm telling you. A bra. A bra. Yeah, there's no bra. <laughs> Why even pretend there was a bra involved? Oh, jeez. No. So, so, so we've t- we picked 10 songs. Yes. These 10 songs were all hits in 87. They may not be Huge 80- hits. May not have been recorded in 87, but they but became hits in 87, hits in 87, at least in the United States. And uh, we have gone back through time. They're so bad. They are so bad. When you showed me the list, I started laughing like, oh, my gosh. Right. Not even uh, Kathy Watts will save maybe one of them. I'm um, just one. There are That's no vetoes it. today, by the way. Oh no, no vetoes. What? Sorry, the list is finale. No. All right, let's get it going, Steve. Ready? Fire up the Victrola. Number ten. Number ten. 
God, this turd again. <laughs> you just can't get away. You know what? I hate this song on so many levels, but number one level um, is the fact that it appears at the very end of Dirty Dancing. One and the- it's totally like a, uh, it's, it's a malaprop. It's a malaprop. It, it doesn't belong no, in the time doesn't. period. Absolutely not. I, so you have all these like these uh, songs from, what was it, like the early 60s? 60s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden. Uh, you have great music, and uh, then you have this. Yeah. And you're just like, it doesn't what? Make sense. It drives me crazy. Is, it's not a highly romantic song. It's a ballad, yet it's a weird mid-tempo ballad. What are you going to do to this song? You can't dance to can't it. Can't make man. out. You can't make out to this. make out song. No, you wouldn't make our you great make out songs You can dance to it because apparently um in germany you can't <laughs> i was at a wedding in germany and this was their first dance oh god so apparently the german kind of like this, sh- this weird like yeah, teutonic yeah. shimmy that's my autobiography I, Teuton- I, teutonic shimmy <laughs> Teut- Oh, the only thing in their, in their defense was there was a lot of alcohol involved. So. Damn straight, Germany. You know, I would love <laughs> for one of the, the listeners of the show to go back through all our episodes and, and add up all the... Uh, Drinking references? Titles to all our autobiographies <laughs> oh, yeah. that we have, we have mentioned. Oh. But hey, this song, despite the fact that we are poo-pooing it, uh, won the Academy the Award. Award for Best Song. It won a Grammy and it won a Golden Globe. Oh. I wonder what it was up against. Well, sadly, probably not much like, in '87. Dogs barking Christmas carols, maybe. I guess I mean, how does that? This, I guess you know. Oh, you know what it was up against? I think. Year? I think one of the things it was up against, for movie-wise, anyway, would have been that um, from American Tale, the song. Oh, um, oh yeah. Oh, what was that called? <laughs> ah, Fievel. Fievel. Yes, I, I love Fievel, but yeah, it wasn't. I go there with no Fievel. <laughs> I go with Fievel over this. <laughs> anyway, uh, I did not know that Dirty uh, Dancing was choreographed. By Kenny Ortega. Do you know who Kenny Ortega is? I do not. He's the choreographer behind High School, High School Musical. Musical. And and this is it. The ill-fated final Michael Jackson tour. This guy. Mm. Ortega would be good to have on the show. You know what else he's, he was involved with for a short period of time? The planned remake of Footloose. Oh, really? Oh. With Zac Efron. Oh, because they're getting Zac oh. with the High School and Musical. And then they dropped, then he dropped Let's out. Let's get Kenny Ortega on the show. He's a great talker. Fast talker. Don't give me that look. Why are you smirking at me? Because yeah, Steve would <laughs> every time I want to get somebody on the show, you smirk. Whether it's, it's Billy, Billy it's, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like the whole foreigner thing again, where we badmouth them now, and then we're gonna have to come back. And I kiss never badmouth Kenny you, Ortega. I, I put him on a pedestal. I, I I lifted him aloft. Okay, he wasn't roast. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, can we All right, wait. It gets list? worse. But hold on. Oh. Time my life. That's what? like Inagata Davida compared to what we have next. No. Are you ready, Kathy? Oh, Birthday I, girl. Why are you doing this to me? Here we go. Number nine. It's like an ice pick in my temple right here. Kenny G. Songbird. 
probably do it to this though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you and know. I'm sure there's not gonna be a night to remember, but you could probably, you know, get it on the songbird. Yeah. You I'm, know Kenny has. <laughs> Jeez, this is so bad. It Steve, it reminds you of what? Going to the dentist. That's <laughs> The wrong it's kind coming. of drilling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um it was you in nineteen nineties. Yeah, it was in nineteen nineties Pretty Women. Um I will confess, I think in, in the year nineteen ninety I owned a Kenny G album. What? Christmas album? Uh, I think it was just a regular what, album. What, how? And once again, how did Christmas, that happen? What, Christmas you know, album? Because I, I maintain that there's like maybe five albums that every man should own that are in, just used for I mean Kathy Earmuffet. Uh you know, to bone women. To <laughs> women. I'm sorry. <laughs> And, and I walked in and saw. I Kenny. like how you were so, trying to be so discreet, <laughs> and you whispered to bone women. <laughs> so innocent, not make women. love, but to bone, to bone women. Exactly. And Kenny like G's not even, will get you like late. to romance women. In eighty nine, in the late eighties, early nineties, Kenny G was it. In the early eighties, back so when honest, I was. Let me ask you. I'm curious about this. Did Kenny G ever get you late? It might have. Really? really? You can't remember because there was too much alcohol was involved. Dr- it was a dry period. <laughs> And not not alcohol wise, but no. early chapter 80s, seven of pockets of fun. <laughs> early eighties, you know what it was? Kenny James G Taylor, the G spot. You called the G spot. Oh. Huh? The early eighties, oh. it was James Taylor. Yeah, was the go to. Late eighties, Kenny I, G. I That's why the seven. There was like a Luther Vandross era I was there as still well. Listening to Led Zeppelin. Vandross. Okay. Vandross was good for that. Yeah, he's good. Well, Vandross is good. He's cool. Like I know. you know, he's romantic. But G, man, I don't even G? know if I can achieve an erection if Kenny G <laughs> is on. Yeah. No offense, Kenny. Hey, um, yeah, actually interviewed Ken- actually interviewed Kenny G <laughs> a few years ago when he was here, and I tried to kind of tease him about his genus. Like I kind of I wanted to joke about eh, you're a bit of a punchline now, and and see if he kind of understood like hey, or he'd say like hey, f you, I got you know a uh, million bucks in the bank, you know. More than that, hundred oh, million yeah, probably. I was say. And uh, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't that jocular. No, <laughs> he wasn't. You know, he didn't really want to be razzed at all. He was a little serious. He's, He's a hell serious. of a golfer. You, you want to talk about golf a lot, though. Huh. Weird. Yeah, but no, he didn't want to really joke about his genius. But he, I was like a pissant music career. Like, get out of here. Yeah, I would count my millions. I wonder if the yep. next person on the list has a sense of humor about her career. Are you ready? I hope so. <laughs> Number eight. I think we're alone oh. now. So, was this getting you any? Was this getting any women's oh, is it, bones? Is the whole show going to be about this now? <laughs> yes. No. Well, you that you one it there. song. I'm sorry. That one song, song. and I, I said the B word. I'm sorry. Oh, and then it became what, boning. <laughs> boning. <laughs> sorry. Okay. But you didn't just say you whisper it like Kathy. Hey, I'm talking about boning. <laughs> Wait, it's not like you were rom- romancing the women. No, no. Romancing the bone. Romancing the bone. Yeah. So Tiffany, I wonder how old Tiffany was when she when she scored with this hit. I don't know. Uh, she was she was playing malls. She that was, was like a, she, yeah, she was a teenager. Right. And of course she didn't write this song. It was like what three months before she was uh, has been now. and on the cover of Playboy or was it a cover. cover? A cover. Just the cover. Yeah, just the cover. Was she naked in Playboy? Yeah, I think so. Tiffany? Yeah, she was yeah. nude. Tiffany. I think yeah. that was fire-haired. She's a redhead. Oh. You love redheads, Steve. I do love redheads. You do. Yeah. Te- we'll, we'll we'll dig up. We'll go through the archives. Uh, well, okay. well, for, for research to play, But remember, we uh, Steve and I are good friends with uh, Deb Gibson. Yes. And remember, we talked about Tiffany a little bit, and Deb Gibson. She considers herself an artist, and Tiffany just kind of like uh, flash pop culture, in the pan. yeah, pop culture. And so De- Deborah Gibson wanted nothing to do with Tiffany, even though historians. 
We'll group the two. And sometimes I will late at well, night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Woo! That's a good one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So maybe I have used this song before, Kathy. You're mixing and matching but by yourself. Party yeah. one. Yeah. Steve Spears, party, party one. one. Works out better that way. Have we? you ever thought about the two of them together? No. I know I've, I've put uh, Gibson in the old bank. Have you? Of course. All right. No, Moving this is on. the show's getting good now. <laughs> have, is she in your Rolodex? Yeah. She has really? to be. She has because to be. Because you met her. Yeah, because I met her. Oh. How does that... I, I'm woman. curious about this. How does that fantasy, like, devolve? Is it like... Oh, it's bad. And the three of us are in the room, and I'm like, hey, I, I'm going to go get a Snickers bar. You guys want anything? <laughs> no, we're okay. And then you and, and Deb Gibson are in bar? here. Oh, that was a great interview. She's like, yeah, it was really great. <laughs> but I wish it had gone longer. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the first time I heard that. <laughs> So uh, and then, uh, and I don't I don't return in your fantasy, do I? No. Guys, what are you doing in here? <laughs> I eat my Snickers. Oh, oh, where'd that? this video camera come from? <laughs> oh. yeah, no. no. Right, always sorry. return in what's, what's fantasy, the show about? Sean. I don't what's the show about? We had a point at one point. I think it's uh, Pockets of Fun. Pockets oh. <laughs> <laughs> of Fun, the movie. Yep. Who will play Steve in Pockets of Fun, oh. the movie? Bill Paxton. I thought we already figured this out. <laughs> oh, God. The later years. <laughs> All right, good. let's move on. Number seven. This is going to be our most controversial oh. song on the list. Steve and I went back and forth, and I said, you know what? Put it on there, Spearsy. No. I Put veto. it on there. You're going to veto, but uh, people are about to, to erupt in Stuck in the 80s land. Let's play the music. Number seven. With or without you. <laughs> With or without you, you too. How about that, Kathy? Oh, I disagree. I no. Based on, too, first of all, you just like it. It's you too. So, second of all, I love the song. Why? Rolling Stone it has was, oh. uh, named it one of its hundred greatest pop songs. I'm sure there was a boy behind the love of oh. the song. I'm sure there was a boy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We don't hear enough love. boy stories from you. I know. Really? Yeah. So yeah, s- would have been yeah. yeah, yeah, that would have been eighty-seven. The Steve, yeah. is this the weakest song on the Joshua Tree? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm by far. I-, I didn't like this song then. I don't like it now. I'll turn it off. I don't even think they play it on tour anymore. It doesn't really I'll fit sk- I'll with skip the rest it. of Joshua Tree. It doesn't really fit with it. No. I'll give you that. It just, but I still. It love just, it. it just, it meanders, and there's nothing. I think I think that's one of the big. That's one of like five mm-hmm. crimes a song can commit: meandering. Not like this show, which is all its point. Exactly. No, this show, this show. show never meanders. Never. The locomotive badly. that is stuck in the <clears throat> 80s. But I'm with you on that. I don't like With or Without You that much either. I can live without it. Streets. I can live without it. It's, I'm with Streets, it. Streets, still haven't found what I'm looking for. Excellent. Love them. Keep them on the radio. With or Without You. Click. And I'd say I there's other U2 songs that would possibly be horrible hits. Like uh, I don't like anything off Rattle and Hum. What? I mean, any, any Desire. Any no. Desire? No. no. Love, love Comes to Town? No. Really? To me, the brilliance. I, like I mean, you yeah. two kind of in it for me with Unforgettable Fire. I don't think I've ever. Bought- oh, so after that, you yeah. know, what you, all, oh, we've, we've, we've stopped. Had a blog. Once again, we've thought about this because before. life ends for Spears in 1985. Well, we can make it all about how Spears is a loser, or oh, we can just go back to talking what? about Bonnie. Oh, oh, you actually had a hurt look on your face. When yeah, you were a giant no, it loser. didn't. I, can I not have a preference? Can I not say I prefer wow, the first five years of you two? You are you. 
You, I've touched a nerve. You rattled the uh, the hornet's nest. I mean, can we can we not all agree that their last two or three albums have been total crap? I mean, nobody <laughs> bought their last one. Ladies and gentlemen, Bono, he comes <laughs> in. Who could come in? <laughs> you beat his ass. I'm not impressed anymore. All right, so let's move on. This is making I am. me very upset. I will see them live I think their no greatest what. album, without a doubt, is Octung Baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. oh, don't say that. Don't do, don't go. Ugh. You don't. You don't mean that. I, I don't. Mean... I don't like that album. Oh, it's so good. <sighs> yeah. Oh man. Someday it's a discussion Wait, for another day. Wait, what year was it? Ninety-one. Yeah. There oh! you go. Boom! I was busy. I was, bu- I, was, I was busy boning to Kenny G. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to a song we can all agree really, really sucks. Yes. Number six. I dare say no one here will defend Lisa Lisa and Colt Jam. Head to toe. Yay, we're all friends again. <laughs> Lisa Lisa sucks. Lisa Lisa sucks. Now, wait a minute. Now, isn't Lisa Lisa coming in concert? Yeah. We, wow. won't, be, we won't be talking to her. No. With Rob Bass, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I wonder what they're going to close with. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite joke. Yeah. Oh, that show's going to be two songs long. Yep. This was actually a number one hit. Number one, number Lisa Lisa. One. That, it's so bizarre. This was like the end of the 80s were changing. Yeah. Badly. They really, really were. It was that kind of like, you know, I don't want to indict all of R&B because there was some good stuff there too, but yeah. really kind of ah, this yeah, milk toast. Yes, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Right. The, 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 almost like the, the faux hip hop. Yeah. Yeah, it was not good. There's a not lot of this going on. The Jets. The Jets, the Jets yeah. were around there. Lisa, Lisa. Even though Steve, I think you, she's in your Rolodex, though, isn't she? Lisa, Lisa. No. Oh, you. I thought you said once you kind of. The name's so it. nice. She says it twice. <laughs> no, no, no. I and I've had a chance. To, we've had chances to talk to her, and it's nothing personal. I just God, she just doesn't represent the '80s to me. No, but gosh, the eight people forget about. I this. feel like, bad for people 80s. who who that who. I guess to some degree, maybe Kathy. I, I mean, what year did you graduate high school? Eighty nine. So this would have been right in your wheelhouse. Yes. And I saw um, you did kick off one of the songs who was my grad night entertainment. Which one? Samantha Fox. <gasps> really? She yeah. was there? She was, oh, there. She was on the original Man. list of horrible hits, but Sean said too obscure. Too no, because obscure. it wasn't would like... Go over uh, the heads of our listeners, he said. No, but what song was it? You don't even remember. It's not important what I song it was. <laughs> no, because it wasn't Touch Me. It was Touch Me. I Want to Feel Your Body, or maybe that's the same song. (laughs) No, it wasn't. You said you gave some other song, like Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now by Samantha Fox. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. It wasn't obscure, but I have... uh, (laughs) Don't even go. I guess I have 12 inches, but uh, (laughs) I have uh, like these (laughs) DJ albums of Samantha Fox at home. I love her. I'm so hot for her. She's like in my top oh. ten Rolodex. God. Oh, she's so dirty and wrong. I love it. All right, sorry. It got really quiet in here <laughs> no. all of a sudden. Very scary. I'm starting to sweat. It's not scary. <laughs> you ready for the? You ready for the scream? Oh yeah, this uh, is another one that people are really gonna be pissed this, off about. People are not gonna like this one. Ready? Go ahead. Number five. I'm a cowboy on a steel horse. I ride on 
Jovi. Wanted dead or alive. Man, I'm uh, telling you, Jovi's coming this weekend. Uh, I know. He's coming this weekend to Tampa, and Steve and I are like, oh. Uh, Steve took the hit for me and wrote about him this week, because I just couldn't do it anymore. My, However, phone, if, my if, phone line's been jammed up with 42-year-old moms calling. If you're really into... It actually kind of uh, turns me on. Deep, <laughs> <laughs> and really, what doesn't, Steve? Uh, if you're super into, point. like, yeah, like a, a divorcee in her mid-40s, <laughs> yep. you know? Oh, man, that place is going to be the St. Pete Times Forum in Tampa is going to oh, have yeah. 20,000 of them. Well, we there. went. Sean and I went last year. Oh, show sucked, and um, it's a horrible show. Bon Jovi's just phoning it in these he days. He phoned oh. it in so bad, the tour sponsor should have been AT&T. <laughs> yeah. Can I get a rim shot? But, um, bump. But, uh, wow. but the place, I've never been in a place that had more drunk women before. Remember, we were Steve up, we was in heaven. Yeah. No, he no, it was it was it was like borderline just oh. creepy. We were up yeah. in the press box, which is um, at the very like the very top level of St. Pete Times Forum, and all I mean this, this this the fumes of beer wafting up was just sickening. People uh, John falling bon over Jovi, each other, throwing up. John Bon Jovi believes that his new material is as relevant and as enjoyable as his old stuff. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. No, I don't agree, but I could see where he's but, coming from. But that's from. the problem. Like it was yeah. just, and his new albums suck ass. Yeah. And so the problem is that you get a lot of that new stuff, and I think he neglected a lot of like. I'm and not, that's when you I'm go to the beer about, line, hence the drunkenness. Talking, like living on a prayer, the obvious ones. Yeah, he's yeah. going to do those. But there's a lot of like good back catalog stuff that he did that could be fun. Steve had a list in the paper this week of songs we never hear. But like, isn't the current set list really like rough? Oh, it's it's all new stuff. Yeah, it's all the country yeah, songs. Oh, oh yeah, geez. I forgot about oh, the country. And Bon Jovi before. fans are the worst as far as they can't take criticism of their of their act. Like they're like Jimmy Buffett fans. You can't oh. take a shot at Bon Jovi. I got they get very about angry this week. about that. Oh yeah. man, they're, good luck. Oh, with God. Bands you can't take a shot at. You too. Bon Jovi would probably be cool with us saying, "Hey, you know, it's not one of our favorite songs." You no, know, he wouldn't. <laughs> but Bon Jovi. Ugh. Oh, but it is a good karaoke song. Number four on the list is someone who really should have a sense of humor about his career. <laughs> I have a feeling this guy has no sense of humor, humor whatsoever. At all. Despite at being all. a pretty good uh, comic actor as well as an action hero. Yeah. But yeah, here we go. Number four. Number four. Respect Yourself by Bruce Willis. Oh. Here's the thing about... Ironic title, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Here's the thing about the 80, or um, like the late 80s. Oh, yeah. Is that there are these songs out that did nothing. They're, I call them nothing songs. And this list is loaded with them. Like, Respect Yourself. I mean, there was nothing to... You can't really dance to it. It's not a good rock song. It's not overly romantic or overly catchy. Uh, the same with I've Had the Time of My Life and Head to Toe. I mean, they're nothing songs. They're, they're doing nothing for me. No. Are you looking at me? You're giving me the crazy eyes. Am I, am I nuts? Am I wrong? Is that like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just no soul. Or like, yeah. there's no there there. Well, that. remember, I mean, was this about the time that that uh, Bruce Willis got together with uh, Schwarzenegger and started that Planet Hollywood show? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. man, what a 
friggin' bad idea that was. Well, this is also that time. I mean, so they would, they would, they would every time they would open up a new location, Bruce and his little band, oh yeah, yeah. would come exactly. and play. Man, they were probably getting so much tail though. Stallone oh, was in there. So, oh yeah, just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, oh, I'm man. not kicking Bruce Willis out of bed. You know, he was wasn't Bruce married to Demi Moore then? Yeah. Yeah, that she been. was Demi back then, before she became Demi. Yeah, whatever. Impact. This thing, I love this. Respect yourself, Bruce Willis. Um, you know, it was a cover of the the Staple Singer song. It reached number two on the Hot Soul Singles chart. Uh, yeah, there's no soul to it. <laughs> exactly. It's soulless. Well, that and hence the late eighties. You know what? <laughs> you you want to know something that has a lot of soul? Seggies. The Seggies. Ah, by the sound of the tone, it must be time for reader mailbag. You know, before before we do that, I want you guys to really make up. Like in the breaks and stuff, you're yelling. It's like, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on with with Steve and Kathy today? Is there something you'd like to tell me and the audience? No, oh. I don't really want to air our baggage in front of everybody. <laughs> really, you guys are going at each other like cats and dogs. It's just a thing that you know her and I will resolve eventually here. <laughs> Wow, firing up the gossip. All right. Well, you guys, you know, it's a whole make eyes at each other. I know. Well, I, I, if you guys are doing it, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> it's all right. Winnie the Pooh. All right. Now, you know I like to I like to work in hyperbole. No. I like to work in, in hype and uh, uh, overstating things. But I'm going to ask my friend Steve Spears a question right now. Steve? Are these not the two best letters we've ever received? Honestly, hundred percent honest. Uh, they're pretty best we best we've received in a while. Anyway, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to shut the door, man. We've done like <laughs> five hundred and seventy six episodes. How good are remember. these, though? I, I don't see. I, I you guys are in for such a treat. Kathy, are you ready? I am ready. Our first letter. This is so unbelievable. Our first letter comes from Little Orphan Annie from Austin, Texas. She says, "Hey guys." I love the podcast and have been listening for over a year now. I am not an 80s child. In fact, I was born in the 90s, yet I love the 80s. I've always wished I was a teen in the 80s. Ever since I first saw VH1's I Love the 80s show, it's a semi-obsession. Anyway, recently, the question came up if anyone had ever gotten busy during one of your shows. Oh, jeez. God. I see where we're going. I have to say, oh, boy. My first time was while listening to Stuck in the 80s. Steve, can you play a little music for that (laughs) while we uh, gather ourselves? Sure. Oh, man. Mm. Little Orphan Annie. Again, her first time was while listening to Stuck in the 80s. Probably helped the guy a lot. Oh, Lord. We'll get to that in a second. I was homesick from high school and occupied my time by listening to your shows. After school, my boyfriend came over. Well, one thing led to another. In full disclosure, it was during the snack foods of the 80s show. My favorite show for obvious reasons. Always stuck in the 80s, Little Orphan Annie. Let's go over uh, a few key plot points. <laughs> okay. Her first time, wow. she lost her virginity while listening to Steve and I talk. Oh. Were you on the snack food show? No, I wasn't. No. It was just the two of us. Yeah. Huh. So um, I can't take not any just, credit not, for not this. Not just Steve and I talking, but eating disgusting salty <laughs> snacks. Slobbering. Was that the spam? Was that the spam? 
Yeah. There was spam involved. <laughs> Root beer, spam. Here's my concern for little orphan Annie. I have lots of concerns. <laughs> I have like... her she's never gonna forget her first time, because we don't forget our first time. No. Her first time uh, I hope it was enjoyable for her. It sounds like it was. You know? Her fa- favorite show is now Snack Foods. Tread lightly. Every time she eats Funyuns, she'll probably think of her first time. Yeah. But w- <laughs> I don't even know how, I don't even know wh- how far I want to go with this. <laughs> Steve, do you want to take over for me now? No, I just, I just want to say, you know, Mazel Tov. Yeah. And, uh, you know, congratulations and... Um, yeah. I hope that... Glad um, you could be a part of the experience. I hope there's not residual effects yeah. from, you know... <laughs> you know what? I had so many jokes written down, and I'm not going to say any yeah, of them. Moving on. Letter number two. Dun, dun, dun. This is from Robert Bozeman. This is so funny. A little, uh, you know, more G-rated, but very, very funny. Uh, guys, I recently emailed you telling you that I was a new listener and a fan of the show. However, I did not give much detail on how I stumbled onto you guys. I was in the Army and was overseas in Iraq. Steve and I and, and Kathy, we've had a few uh, listeners, yep. soldiers, soldiers in Iraq. We love that. <clears throat> Robert continues, while I should have been working, protecting America, <laughs> Whoops. I was web surfing and stumbled onto your show. I loved it and spent the next several days listening to old episodes. Great. So that's one more thing we're going to take the rap yes, for. Yes, exactly. The whole, you know, the war hasn't gone real well <laughs> yeah. in the five years that we've it been doing this show. It must be stuck in the 80s. Great. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, was it Petraeus? Is that the guy's name? Petraeus <laughs> declared war on Stuck in the 80s. Anyway, this uh, Robert continues. Sometimes the Iraqis that worked with us would listen to the show with me. Wow. As much as I loved it, they did not <laughs> seem to care too much for the show. They didn't think Sean was funny, and they thought Steve was wimpy. But do not fear. I stood up for you, the 80s and all of America, and told the Iraqis that they were wrong. I said, in America, Sean is considered hilarious. And Steve is not wimpy, but very courageous. It takes guts for a guy to show his sensitive side. Thanks, Steve, for teaching us that it is okay to cry and to feel. Wow. Wait, hold on. Here's here's wow. uh, here's uh, 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 <laughs> Kathy's parts coming up. Uh oh. Thanks, Steve. I, I want to thank you too. Yeah. For you oh. being a big I think giant. He's crying right now. <laughs> Thanks, Steve, oh. for being a big giant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here we go. This is the best part. However, on a positive note, the Iraqis did think that Kathy Wass's voice was very sexy, wow. and it is. We love our traffic report. Oh. They even I'm thought to Iraq, sorry, bye. <laughs> they even thought puppies was an American dirty slang word and cheered <laughs> every time Kathy said it. Give awesome. them a little puppies, puppies, puppies. Oh, they're going crazy in Iraq. They cheered, <laughs> cheered every time Kathy said puppies. I'm now back in the States and still love every one of your shows. Well, all but the weird science <laughs> episode. Wow, nobody brings that up anymore. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Robert. Uh, thanks for a lot of fun and a lot of memories. A big fan, Robert Bozeman. So there you go. Oh. I've let down America. <laughs> <laughs> they don't we, think I'm funny. In, you're in, not uh, funny and Iraq. I'm a wimp. Well, I guess I'm not big in the Middle East. No, <laughs> I guess you're, I am. I'll keep it right here, though. All right. So I asked the listeners. I asked the listeners, are those two letters not at least the most interesting we've ever <laughs> had? Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, I mean, we get a lot of great letters. We love all our letters here on the show. But we do. My word, is that good? Bizarre. Do you want to cry a little bit for I, that Iraqi? Kind of. I don't I, know. I, I, I thought got a he welling. Was. I know. Why are you welling up? Are you just because we've? we've it's the. It's an emotional international. Are you are you crying for our success as a show? <laughs> I think or, it's, or how we're <laughs> how we're because, destroying the war on terrorism. I think it's because someone left one of those salmon jerky things in here again. Oh, <laughs> it's all right. You can cry, Steve. You're a crier. Why don't you go third you know, time's a charm? I, Maybe it won't give you food I don't think I've poisoning. cried that much on the show. I don't mean I don't. I don't mean to like defend. I'm not trying to defend myself, but I don't. I've been morose. I've been <laughs> yeah, a little you despondent. Have. You've been sullen. You've yeah, been sullen. melancholy. Yeah. But I don't think that I've actually wept. Oh, dude, you've totally cried. Yeah. Do you really want me to drag no, all this out? No, no. Let's move on. Tell the people and tell the Iraqis <laughs> yeah. where they can send letters to Stuck in the Eighties. As always, you can email us at stuck in the eighties at tampabay.com. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for mystery movie moment. Hey, I'll play a segment of a movie from the eighties. If you can get it right, we will all stick around today and sign some band stickers and mail them out. I promise. Pay attention. Here was last week's mystery clip. It's an opera. Ah, yes. The great Frank Oz in Trading Places. La Boheme. It's an opera. <laughs> Everybody got this one right. Yeah. 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 But uh, actually, if everyone got it right, not a whole lot of people emailed us. Oh, really? That's oh. too bad. Uh, read them off there. Uh, winners include Sue in Virginia. Did you, did you, is that Stu or Sue? Sue. Just S-U? Yeah, that's what <laughs> no, S-U-E. That's what she wrote. Winners okay. include Sue in Virginia, Weather Guy in Minnesota, and the great Dr. Igor itself. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. If I should fall. Remember what you see here. If you know it, email us at stuckinis.tempabay.com because Kathy Wass has driven all the way to work today to call you... A wiener. Ah, uh, the mystical refrain that is named that 80s tune. Hey, we play a snippet of a song from the 80s and again. We're not leaving today until we sign like at least 10 stickers each. Oh, you slave driver. Okay. <laughs> One way or another, it's happening. Okay. Pay attention. Here was last week's mystery clip. That's Wishful Thinking by China Crisis. Daily, I don't figure you as much of a China Crisis fan. I have no idea who China <laughs> Crisis is. I really don't. Yeah, British band. Yeah. British, yeah. Good. Yeah. Your British band repertoire. Tell you what, you guys do the China Crisis <laughs> show and give me a break. Give me a day off from this. Racket. We might see them this summer. We might see them this summer. I think that they're touring. The Regeneration Tour is touring in Ireland and China Crisis is on the bill. I'd like to think they'd come over here. We're really? going to see them in Ireland, right? Ooh. What do you guys That's not cool. Are you guys traveling together? No. No. Ah, uh, you know what? I can't believe your kid. It's like keeping something from your kid. Oh, like you've never done that before, yeah. Mr. Role Model of a Father. Oh! <laughs> I'm a great dad. I am a great dad, and you know it. Okay. Did anybody win this China <laughs> Crisis crap? Yeah, read the names. Derek Lane Waters of Michigan, Dr. Incognito, Lizette Avina from Arizona, and our third... Medical professional, Dr. Dim. 
Yeah, we're big in doctors lately, aren't yeah, we? There's yeah. a lot of doctors. I know. What's that about? We're the nurses. <laughs> yeah, Seven weird. out of ten doctors prefer stuck in the 80s. <laughs> I like that, Kathy. Nice. Well done. Well done. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. If you know it, email us at stuckinthe80s at com, And then once Kathy and I get back from Ireland, she will call you... A wiener. It's not cool. We'll be hot on the BBTMN. <laughs> you didn't really want to sing out. No. Sing loud, sing proud. No. Kathy I, re- I saved that for Bon Jovi and karaoke. By the Sorry. way, thanks Ooh. a lot for inviting me to your birthday party. Jesus. You're welcome. You. I think I have invite. You RSVP'd no. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, You're lying. I did not. I first of all, way to go, role model. <laughs> I, I got your RSVP, and it was a big fat no. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. First of all, I'll I never you. RSVP. I try to make it difficult on party hosts because I never know where I'm going to be. Home. Okay. <laughs> Home. Home. Crying. Okay. Study. Yep. All right. PPTMN. It's a good one this week. Are you ready, guys? It's from uh, the lovely and talented Christy Jacob. What is, what, is, what is she talented at? I'm just kind of curious. Juggling. Okay. And she says, Steve, Kathy, and Sean. The 80s were great. I love them. I especially love The Breakfast Club and other John Hughes movies. However, I never understood 16 Candles. Maybe I was just a little too old, but I thought Molly Ringwald was too whiny. And the exchange student, Long Duck Dong, or whatever his name was, was completely unfunny and didn't fit in with the rest of the movie. Here's my question. Here's my PPTMN. (laughs) Do any of you guys have a similar movie that everyone loved, but you hated? Steve? That's a good question. Yeah, this is a very, very good PPTMN. This has uh, quickly become my favorite segment on the show. Now, I will say Molly Ringwald's kind of whiny in that, but... Yeah. Oh, she's annoying as hell. She is. The thing I like about Sixteen Candles is that I like it because it's so uh it's like total farce. Like there's he I thought Hughes could get heavy handed sometimes. Yeah. I've talked about how I'm not super crazy about Breakfast Club. It's you know, because I thought some of it was just overdone, a little too maudlin. But Sixteen Candles is funny as hell. Right, it's classic. I almost No said, more Yankee my wanky? Come on. Automobile? <laughs> I mean, yeah, Long I mean, Dong is the funniest thing the about Donger the movie. Donger is great. All right, maybe no, not the most Armitage. sensitive portrayal of yeah, our Asian no. friends. No, I get but that. But 16 Candles is total farce and funny, and John Hughes is, was a really funny guy, and he was mainly going, except for little things here and there, but going for yeah. the, the, the funny bone. Exactly. I agree. With it. What? what was that look for? So let's I think about it. You're looking at me, you're like zooming in on me. Like, <laughs> That's kind of weird. Said something wrong. All right, so let's <laughs> no. start with Kathy. Kathy, what is one movie that everyone loved but you hated? I would have to say Beverly Hills Cop. What? Yeah, see, see, yeah. I remember. I My yeah. dad took me to, to a Sunday showing, opening weekend of Beverly Hills Cop. When did that come out? I was probably way too young to, yeah. to see an R-rated yeah. movie. But, man, I loved it. Bought the soundtrack. Yeah, bought the Neutron go. Dance 45. Oh, yeah. I bought the Mumford shirt. You did not. Yeah. <laughs> did you really? Nah, I didn't. No. I was going to say I had to call your bluff on it. I just don't see How did you know that? How did you know call my bluff? I just bluff? can't picture you wearing a Mumford shirt. I can no. picture you in a bathtub playing with lobster shells. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which did Is that ha- your Rolodex? Yeah. I don't want to know. Yeah, probably yeah. not. Oh. Why are you waving that I microphone? <laughs> I'm like talking about me in the bathroom. I know. I'm disturbed. But, but, but the hell's cop. So what? You don't like Eddie Murphy? I like his stand-up, which I was way too young to see back then. Delirious and yeah, raw, yeah, raw. But yeah, he never really did it for me in the oh, movies. Sorry, I don't know. Sorry. I mean, in the eighties, I mean, that was his magic. I mean, he. I, I mean, I'm not gonna fall for the <laughs> for the banana, banana tailpipe. tailpipe. I mean, yeah. there's so many, just like Kibbles and Pits, but different. Do it, do your thing, do your thing. No. Is this the man who wrecked the buffet at the Harrow <laughs> Club this morning? I mean, come on. It's, it's, I know. And it's, now, I know. Who loves your job wanna... impression? Who's the girl last week who loves your I job impression? I, I, do, do job before. How many women do you get to we, bone with that impersonation? <laughs> yeah, Little Orphan Annie's not using that one. <laughs> Kathy, you're on fire today. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would. I mean, I could see where some people would say, you know, like maybe Golden Child's not one of. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I kind of like I, that too. I kind of like that. One. Yeah, but I, I, most I, of our I, listeners would knife. agree with you on that one. Yeah, so. yeah. See, yeah, how but, about you? What's a movie that everyone uh, is beloved but you don't like? Heather's. Oh, <gasps> I knew it was that. For shame! Yeah. You know, and I made we we did a whole podcast about it. It was yeah. the very first podcast, the very first one. I was never coming back after that one. But that's not true. Yeah, you, you were on the very first was, podcast. No. no, it was my very first podcast oh, okay. with them. Like and I totally it. thought Steve was a dick. <laughs> and now you it's to love. Heard, Shut up. That creeps you out, doesn't it? I don't like the idea of you two <laughs> dating or fondling. We're gonna hold around. hands at lunch today. Stop. <laughs> That'll really freak me out. Ooh, wait till we start feeding each other. Here comes Shrimpy. And they have cute n- nicknames for each other. Oh. You call Steve Dimple Butt. <laughs> <laughs> he calls uh, you Pockets of Heathers. Fun. Heathers. Back to, back to Heathers. Um, oh, yeah, it's right. a high school movie that comes out at the very end of the 80s when I'm graduating college. I just don't think I connected. Really? And the women are just annoying. You know what mine is? It is. I love it, Heathers. I just don't like it. I My movie that I don't get, I really don't get it, and it is like people love it. Is the Princess Bride? Oh, what? Wow! Yeah, you guys both love it. Love it. I don't. Here's another thing. It's neither here nor there. It's not super funny. It's not super romantic. It's not like. Uh, don't, what are you looking at me like that for? Really, it doesn't hold together. The, the Dread Pirate Roberts. There's no entry character for me. It's and just Tigo, not, and Diego it looks Montoya? like crap. The only good thing is has Andre the Giant in it. <laughs> That's my favorite part. You know, yeah. I would think that you could at least connect with a six-fingered man. I know. <laughs> no. I, don't, I, I, I don't get it. I tr- I've tried over uh, and over again. I don't know. And I just can't. I don't get it. And people it's like love one it. Of my, I last know, night, it's like one of my favorite movies. Last night, I was just saying. No, it's not. Absolutely. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me people why. People love it. It's more of a chick flick. I'll give you that. But last night, no, I was No, it's not. Because last... I, I think I have equal amounts of... Male friends that love that movie and can probably. I was wondering where you're going with me. that. Do you, is, you like because it's funny? Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's I don't cute. like it for the romance per se. I just don't. I don't get it. Just I don't get it. Just last night I was saying to Kathy, "As you wish." This <laughs> <laughs> great night, wasn't it? I get that. Not only does that anger me, <laughs> I don't get the reference I, exactly because. You haven't seen uh, it. Anymore. All right, wrap up. All close right. up the PPTM. I know. Ball um, as usual. The best way to send them to us, email us, obviously. But remember to put PPTMN in the subject line. Hey, this is Johan Gamble-Putty calling you from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Even though Daly has left me high and dry with my wedding playlist problem, I remain here firmly, stuck in the 80s. 
All right, I'm happy that fan greetings are back. But my yeah. friend Johan Gamble Putty, I'm a little irked by that. Because I have, I just delivered a full list of wedding songs. He's getting married. He's having an all-80s wedding. Oh. And I delivered a full list. Not only that, but this Sunday in your St. Pete Times, uh, I, I run the request again. Please help my friend Yam Johan Gamble Putty <laughs> soundtrack his wedding. And here he is bashing me. What do you think about that, Steve? Hey, it's just your turn. <laughs> it's your turn. Oh, you know what? And yet, I, I wish uh, uh, Johan and his wife uh, a lifetime of happiness together. Uh-huh. And I hope some of my songs that I, re- I recommended work out. You had some bad songs on the list. I what just want to say about? that. There were some on there. I was just like, nah, it's not going to work. Like what? Really? I, don't really I gave him fast songs and slow songs. Yeah. I gave him the butt doing the butt. <laughs> That's wrong. Yeah. No, it's not wrong. It's a, it's the fifth hour of a wedding. The task the was fifth he already hour? had. My God, what the hell wedding you, have no, you he ever had, been to? Five hours? Because the gamble, the gamble yeah. putties like the party. Yeah. And so he had like four hours of music planned and he needed a fifth hour. Oh. So you couldn't just say, oh, how about true or open arms? Because that was play when they were cutting the cake. Yeah. And so now you needed obscure yeah. hits like the butt. <laughs> by Experience Unlimited doing the butt sexy sexy come on who doesn't like the dude the butt yeah oh, oh yeah yeah Jesus I, there's another joke I gotta <laughs> can't say <laughs> so fan greetings are indeed back fan greetings are back and if you go to the blog blogs.tamby.com slash 80s you will find the telephone number there. It's no longer toll-free. But, hey, everybody these days has, like, free long distance anyway. But if you, if you want to write it down, here's the number. It's 813-641-4619. And I believe if that's a vanity number, it says daily sucks. <laughs> um, but, um, but call there. And you just leave a message, and we'll play it on a future show. Pockets right. of fun. Meanwhile... There's still three more songs on the list. Oh, God. Oh. You just, How long is this show? This you, you is the worst all your birthday energy. This ever. always happens. Every single podcast, we get to the seggies and everything is going great. you know what? And Sean blows all his energy during the seggies. And then the last five minutes of the, the podcast is a total disaster. Because I give myself to the seggies because you're sitting there crying like yeah. a big giant puss <laughs> doing nothing, thinking about the Iraqis. Yep. And I'm working my ass off trying mm. to entertain America. You yes. got nothing left but now the Iraqis for the last don't yeah. take your All right, well, you know what? <laughs> they love you though. You're like the queen. Yeah, what did you? You're like you're like the Madonna of Iraq. Like, Speaking of which, <laughs> number three. This is where I long to be. La Isla Bonita. And when the song was played, the song was set so high, ring through my ears and sing my eyes. The Spanish lullaby. That's right. I did it. I put your beloved Madonna on the list. I, I'm. Am I really shocked that there wasn't gonna? I knew there would be a Madonna song. This song here. blows. Though. It Come does. On. You hate her. Her best years. Her best years were long gone by then. <laughs> true, it's true. She started reinventing herself way too early. Uh, La, La Isla Bonita um, released off the True Blue album. I love that album. I like the True uh, Blue album too, except for this Pilot Dog. I don't like this whole. So this after I saw this song on the list. Thanks. The song was in my head for like 18 hours. No, Couldn't get it out. I just don't like the whole... I mean, I've got no problem necessarily with the Spanish-Cuban beat to it. It's just kind of like, what? what? It just doesn't belong in the 80s. 
doesn't Spanish Cuban oh, beat doesn't belong in the eighties. Oh, you're gone. Dale is gone. <laughs> wow, I just he yawned. Need, he needs a nap. I just yawned. Wow, where's that Twix? That's are? awful. We could have picked any Madonna song from '87. Would have made it the list. No. Yeah. No. I like "Dress You Up." That was a good one. Wasn't that from '87? Uh, Gonna dress you up with my love. Spizzy. I don't think so. All right, no, let's that keep was going. Really, honestly, I'm gonna pass. Was that another like veiled thing about you and Spears dating? <laughs> no, <laughs> it was. You dressed him up earlier. Did you just say that? No. Um, wow. No. Now, now you're like, Ew. oh, what are you doing? You're so nothing. Par- you're so paranoid. Why, why, I'm not paranoid. You're the one who's being paranoid. <laughs> All right, play the next uh, winner. Number two. Atlantic Star with Always, a.k.a. the Kathy and Steve theme song. Spears, you're <laughs> like the sun, chasing all the rain away. Oh. Boy, that song blows. Blows. Ooh, God. Big chunks. Just, the kids love it today. It's on Karaoke Revolution Party. It is? Really? The kids love to sing it today. It's back. Always Atlantic Star. Again, there's that yes, R&B, the... late 80s R&B that was just, oh. oh. The stuff that hit the top of the charts was so just boring. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing there. Well, you have, uh, do you kind of wonder, I'm going to get serious here. Uh-oh. You kind of have really a counterpoint to that, but at the same time you have, you know, the beginnings of like full on rap going on and you have really hey, angry, listen, like public listen. enemy coming yeah, out. Yeah, no, and- no. Uh, uh, PE was coming out, NWA, absolutely. I mean, the late mm-hmm. 80s, early 90s for rap was incendiary, was amazing. But the stuff that was being pumped to the masses yeah. on the Billboard charts exactly. was pretty bad. I yeah. mean, it just doesn't hold up. But I'm sure, I mean, but Prince, I think 87, uh, that was... Um, Sign of the Times. Sign, Sign of the Times, times. Which, is, which is yeah. absolutely brilliant. I'm not saying that all R and B and all no. you know, just rap the or stuff hip-hop. that was on the but charts, the stuff that you know? we're talking yeah, about yeah. today. I mean, Jesus, we could do a, a, a you know, we should one of these days do the best rap, uh, you know, yeah. of the late eighties. Well, yeah. Go go back and look at some of the other stuff from 87, 88, 89, and you'll see Husker Du and the replacements and some of Prince's best work. You'll see lots of great stuff. It's they just, just what you weren't hearing it on the you radio. Were, maybe college yeah. radio. I mean, George Michael was doing some good R. I like George Michael, you know, and you won't see any of his stuff on this list. But a lot of this is just like oh, but. Atlantic Star, man. I mean, how many people got married to that song? Oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spears, did. how many of your weddings yeah. uh, have played this song? Yeah. Oh, God. Speaking Four of, remember we mentioned Luther earlier? Luther Vandross, Here and Now, that was the song at my first wedding. Wow. That was the song. Here and Now. Mine was. <laughs> what was yours? Love Kiss for a Vampire by Annie Lennox. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's something to be Godly, proud of. Yeah. That's not, unlike me. You were hitched. Yeah. That's kind of weird. I was. I don't do the marriage thing. No. So we've noticed. No, apparently, I, <laughs> none of us do it well. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's one thing we all have in common. Another thing we all have in common, universal hatred for oh. the number one song on our horrible hits of 1987. Are you ready? Yep. Everybody got a bag to throw up in? Everybody okay? <sighs> Daily? I want a pocket of fun to throw up in. Uh, okay. No kidding. Here we go. Number one.
Linda Carlisle. The ultimate nothing song. Oh my God. You know heaven what heaven is a place on earth. You know what you know heaven is a place on earth? That heaven is if this song never existed. <laughs> if I could go back and somehow surgically remove so this she, song. What's she talking about? Like some dude? Like, he, like their love is heaven on earth? You know what? You I don't know. What know. Hurts. She was so strung out on cocaine. She doesn't well, know. She, what I, she I like the fact that she I love. Was I love when the Carlisle. I mean, I love the Go Go's. <gasps> I like. It hurts me to make fun of this song. It hurts me to make fun. I saw her a couple years ago in concert, and I, I slept through most of her set. It was just like, oh god. I, I mean, circles me. in the sand. I hate I mean, all her solo Carlisle. stuff. Is just real. <gasps> it was. Bad. I like. I get weak. I like that. song. Yeah, that's fine. That feels like a Go Go song. It's all my credibility. Look on Kathy's face. I've never seen her look that. Yeah, I'm mentally. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Again, nothing's there. There, It it offers nothing. You can't dance to it. You can't make out to it. It's not overly romantic. There's nothing there. It's not a good vocal. It's not good musicianship. You can't drive your car to it. (laughs) You can't. can't. If I hear it, I can't even drive to it. I gotta pull over the side of the road. (laughs) Wait for another song. Oh, man. Uh, but you know what I love? I love being with my friends, Steve and Kathy. Oh. Even if the Iraqis hate us? Do you want to cry a little bit, Steve? you want to squirt a few like the great Santini? I'll hit you with the basketball. That's not going to make the Iraqis love you if you start crying again. I'm crying inside every day. <laughs> Surely the Iraqis can find something funny I said from this show. I hope so. Cricket, cricket. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. That's all we got for this week. Uh, Sean, Kathy, and I remain here along with Johan Gamble Putty, Little Orphan Annie, <laughs> and all the Iraqis, hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Ciao. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for providing music for the credits. Read the blog at blogs.tampabay.com and remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. So today we resume the horrible hits of the 80s series. Self, you know. <laughs> uh, so today, I'm just not gonna. The series just, oh, continues. He's pouting now. No, he's not. This is, this is how we work. This good. I feel better now, Spears. Woo! Something weird in my cup here. <laughs> it's leftover tuna. <laughs>